So sitting comfortably, being together, even though we're quite separate. It's like a template for life's journey. Even if we live together with people, we are quite separate within our own experience. The meditation practice gives us an opportunity to explore the dimension of that sense of separation, that sense of being alone at some deeper level. The paradox is that when we go deeply into our own awareness of the body, awareness of mental activity or mental sensations, feelings, objects, consciousness, dhammas, we realize that we're not separate at all. In fact, we're deeply, deeply connected. Perhaps this is the most inexplicable and surprising, but not surprising, teaching of the global COVID experience is that we are so deeply connected, deeply connected in dis-ease, deeply connected in fear, deeply connected in suffering. But at the same time, we're deeply connected in the potential for joy. We're touching a wellspring of joy within the heart. For opening to that joyousness and releasing the suffering, little by little growing in that agility to touch the depths and feel the goodness within. We feel it, we express it, and we recognize our communality in that that we're all on the same path, on the same kind of journey. We can only walk our own journey. We can't walk anyone else's. We can only breathe our own breath here and now arising. We can't breathe anyone else's breath. We can only discern our own maras, our own illusions, our own anger, our own fears. We can't experience anyone else's in this way. We may be able to experience symptoms of that in others, but not from within. But we can know that every human being 
comes to a point of knowing, experiencing, living some form of suffering. By virtue of the fact that we're born, we grow, we get sick, we get old, and one day we disappear. The body disappears. What about the mind? That we don't know. So we explore in this way. We dive into the mental field, the mind knowing the body, and the body manifesting the condition of the mind. By studying and introspecting in this way, it's an inspection, it's a test, testing the water. How hot is it? How cold? How boiling? How pleasant? How unbearable? How much attachment we feel? All these different ranges of feelings and experiences we must study and fathom and come to understand breath by breath, moment by moment. The Buddha was so wise to direct us in this way, not through concept, but through direct experience through direct examination, examining, knowing, understanding, realizing. So we breathe and we open and the breath offers us up a deeper view. A view of what? Like going down to the bottom of the sea or to the top of a mountain where we can see what we can't see either from the surface of the water or from the foot of the mountain. We cannot see what we see when we ascend or descend. And it is about seeing seeing more clearly, practicing seeing, not through ideas, but through tasting the present moment, exactly as it is. So breathing naturally, not forcing, touching the silent mind, between thoughts, there is a silence. Going between every thought to open to the realm of thoughtlessness, beyond the senses, beyond smelling, tasting, touching, seeing forms with the eyes, and thinking. 
or feeling with the body, but we are aware of bodily sensation in an intuitive way, not conceptually, oh, it hurts, I wish it would go away. But what is this hurt? What is this contraction of the heart when pain arises in the body? Just to feel the pain viscerally and let it go. And it arises again, a throbbing, a pulsing, a piercing, burning. Whatever it is, we experience it as it is. And we don't add a story to it. We don't embellish it with fear or with aversion or with judgment or with the diagnosis. We just breathe into it moment by moment and let it be just exactly as it is. If we feel a contraction in the heart, too afraid, too open to the present moment, stiff in the neck or stiff in the body, we work on calming the body, calming the physical formation, feeling a sense of gratitude for this body, whatever its condition, just to bless it. We can breathe. We're living. We bear the difficulty courageously. We look for the place in the body where there is some sense of well-being. Not to focus on that which feels wrong or heavy. And we do that with other aspects of our life, looking for that which is not fearful, which is a blessing. The simplest thing, being able to breathe in and out, having the skin intact, being able to walk, sit up, being able to practice, knowing the power of mindfulness, having a teacher such as the Buddha. What blessings in our life, many fold blessings. Let the mind be bright with blessing and not dark with doubt or dismay with opinions, with the past and the future, 
but allowing this moment to open to a vast space of freedom. Freedom from yesterday, freedom from plans, a future that isn't there. This is the world, this mind, this moment. This is here and now. This moment is full of pure presence, a pure intention. Filling that moment with our ardent wish to be present, our whole energy open to this breath. Softening, calming, pacifying, disarming ourselves from grudge, from resentment, from ideas about others, from fear about their ideas of us, to be selfless, to empty out all the rubbish in the heart and see the emptiness of all these conditions. What are they? but neurons connecting, responses, electrons, atoms colliding through mental processes, physical processes in the nanosphere of our present moment's attention. There is vast space between thought and in that there is a depth of silence that is the highest peace that we can know. The deeper we go, the more aware we become of that. The more we ascend, beyond any limits of concept, of conditioning, of cowardice. connect to that field of energy and in that connection the self the sense of self the selfishness dissipates unravels and we become very connected to each other inexplicably This is the power of pure, untainted, uncontaminated loving kindness. It's beyond any virus. 
any dis-ease or any dysfunction. It is total. Limitless, boundless, healing. The deeper we enter into that field of energy, the greater our sense of blessing for ourselves, no less for each other. No less, not diminished by sharing that at all. The effect is that the smallness of the mind the contractions around wanting and holding, craving and clinging, open. There is nothing at all that imprisons us. We become really free. It is a freedom. The freedom to breathe in this way. We have that choice. We offer ourselves to it, moment by moment, breath by breath, in boundless and pure awareness, fully present. We're not doing anything at all. It's a heart opening. A true heart opening. A discovery. We are uncovering. It's a revelation. That truth being revealed to us. And when it is revealed, oh, what joy. The truth that unbinds all the untruths we've been following for so long, maybe lifetimes, we don't know. We don't need to know. We just need to give ourselves to this process here and now to this Dhamma.
remember to be here, to let go of thought. Thought is not the way in. Thought spins a world for us that we crawl back into, confused, caught in the web of the world in so many ways. The web of work, the web of relationships, the web of family, the web of myself, the web of others. There are no others. There are no others. There is no separation. All these conditions are truly empty. We believe in them, feed them, not knowing how to be free of those conditions and move across the sea across the stream to the shores of freedom. We must cross. That is our mandate as human beings is to cross over. We are not bound by ignorance. As long as we know that we need to see, we can penetrate through the veil of ignorance and see our way through to the other shore. Nibbana, the going out, the unbinding, the arising of the eye of Dhamma, the vision of truth that we long for. In every breath, we move away the dust a little bit more. And it is this way, one tiny step at a time. Never give up. We keep working in this way. Never giving up. Breathing in and breathing out.
allowing the mind to be still while the breath does its work. The mind is absolutely still, balanced, unperturbed. This is possible. Let it unfold in front of us. Opening to that, caring for that, guarding the silence, not allowing the restlessness, the wanting, the fear, the doubt, the tiredness, the judgment, all of that, not allowing it to creep in and rob us of our spiritual inheritance. As the Buddha sitting with his hand touching the earth, I have a right to be here for this arising of truth within the heart, abiding in that moment by moment, breath by breath, yes, we can, we do. Stay present, aware. See how the world pulls at the edges of consciousness, 
taunting us, encroaching, urging us away from our center. But it is here in the middle, staying centered at the very core of our being. From within the belly, from the heart of the heart, where the breath has its source, ascends and descends in that tiny movement runs the thread of our life. We honor it. We pay homage to that which offers us the knowing of the way to our freedom. Return again and again to this knowing. Strengthen it. Be devoted to it. Like a parent to its small child. We never leave it. We abandon all the obstacles to that unconditional lovingness. When you let go of that which doesn't support the best in you. Automatically, you have the strength, freed up to support the best in yourself. It's a natural unfolding. It is nature taking root and growing in us expanding, developing, maturing, bearing fruit, benevolent, all-embracing, true, in harmony with truth. 